Should we start Chris Sale this weekend? Josh Young is picking up right where he left off before getting injured. Join us today where we provide you with players you should truly consider starting this weekend to win a Locked On Fantasy Championship on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we are your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Here, as always, is my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane, and you can find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Ane. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would Truly appreciate it if you could do that for us. Also, if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below. It subscribes to the channel. Also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And lastly, but most importantly, join us on subtext through our Diamond Club. You guys get alerts right to your phone when you join. And you know it's that last week. Maybe you play next week and need a little bit more help to win that fantasy baseball championship. And we are there for you on the subtext website. But real quick, let me talk to you about one of today's sponsors. It's Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash MLB or enter the problem code LOCKEDONMLB for a free water bottle with any order. You won't want to take Bird Dogs off, we promise. And Locked On Fantasy Baseball fans, we have a fully loaded episode for you today. As always, let us be your team secret weapon where we provide you with players that, once again, that you're probably going to want to start this weekend. Some, maybe not so much. Let us break it down for you. And Matt, who do we got up first, my brother? I mean, at the wrong time there, taking a sip. But uh, <laughs> sorry, it's all good. Uh, if you guys see on the right here, if you're watching on the tubes, we were going to talk about Kent Maeda, but then they pulled his second start this week. So he is out. Um, so we're going to move on to Chris Sale, guy we talked about at the top. Uh, Chris Sale going up against Chicago White Sox has been really solid in his last outing against Toronto. Uh, had 10 Ks, a 1.5 ERA with a, a 0.67 whip. Got the quality start. Didn't get the win, though, but hey, it is what it is. Has had a couple good starts, but been up and down, left and right. Honestly, this is like a like a 50-50 for me, right? This is today when you're listening. So same-day ad, league's only applicable. If you're really down in the ERA category, I'll start him. Um, there's a chance he maintains the ERA because, uh, you know, Chicago just really hasn't been great, but... We are seeing that Eloy is at least putting the bat to the ball, not sending it for yard yet. I'm hoping he starts by this for the end of this weekend. And um, we're also and Luis Roberts has picked up, finally picked up where he left off before he got hurt. So he's heating up again. So once you get past those two, there's really nobody left really in the lineup that scares me. So I mean, you know, even if he gives up a couple runs to those two, it's still going to be a sustainable start. But like I said. There's a chance he could get lit up for days, so just keep an eye out on that. But, I mean, I'm rolling him out there if my ERA is crushed or if I'm, you know, middling and I just need the Ks to get the, get the uh, category and my ERA is so good on the week that it's just not going to affect me. Chris Sale, Chris Sale overall is about a start quality uh, and whereas of, like, risk-worthy, probably about a six for me. But 
uh it's like a tentative five like i i'm really on the on the ball of whether i whether i'm really scared or really just gonna have the cojones to roll them out yeah, Matt, great take on sale there to be honest um we're in mostly agreeance on him I don't think it's a lock with Chris Sale at the moment, but I will say this, you know, two out of his last three starts have looked better. Uh, After he came off the IL, he was struggling there a bit, but you know what? It took him a while to ramp back up earlier in the year as well. You know, I believe it was this maybe first five or six starts. He didn't look so hot. And then he had a nice little stretch of about like, you know, another seven starts in a row where he looked fantastic, pretty much vintage form. And then he got hurt and he's come back, you know, um, didn't look fantastic over his, you know, first, you know, actually that first start back looked pretty good. Uh, Then the next four, not great, had a good one after that. And then he got rocked by Baltimore. Baltimore has been, you know, pretty good team this year. And at Toronto, which is a mediocre team, they're not great, but they're not horrible either. It's last start, six innings, 10 strikeouts, one earned and 0-6-7 whip. White Sox have not been great on the year, as Matt mentioned, it's pretty much really just uh Luis Robert at the moment for them. So I think Chris Sale is a, is a pretty safe start. I'm not guaranteeing it, but I don't think he's going to kill your ERA. The whip on the year is actually very very good for Chris Sale um at a 117. The ERA is the only thing that's bad. The strikeouts are very very good as well. And I just wanted to check in on how those White Sox have been recently. They're three and seven in their last ten. So you know what? I'm honestly going to say, pretty much almost every league, unless your ratios are sparkling and you really don't want to ruin them, then maybe bench Chris Sale. But I say, you know, I give him an eight out of ten on the startometer, which means get get him out there. Ten must start. Uh, one is you're not starting him at all. I'd say get Chris Sale out there. Uh, let's move on to this next guy though. Let's talk about JP France. Like, sneaky good year from France. Like, very, very sneaky good year from France Um, on the year. 131 innings, 96 strikeouts, 11 wins, 3.84 ERA, ERA. And the whip is getting a little higher at a 135. You know, he's had a few blow-up starts. But for the most part, he's been pretty good. His next start is against Kansas City. Uh, they, they haven't been great of late, but you know, every once in a while, you know, when Bobby Witt has actually, they've been seven and three in their last 10. So they have been heating up, but it, once again, it's just really getting past Bobby Witt. They do have a couple other guys like, you know, Garcia, uh, I believe Perez is, you know, I've been banged up of late, so I'm not too worried about him. So uh, it, it's a favorable start. He might be, you know, the bottom of the barrel as far as the guys we're talking about today. But once again, we said we we're going to give you some options and, you know, see how the thing goes. Actually, he did get rocked in his last start against Kansas City. So they might have his number. But you know what? At 49% owned, Francis is still out there in half of leagues. Uh, it's kind of like a dart throw with him. I'd get on the startometer, probably giving him a 3 out of 10. Probably not somebody I'm really, really looking forward to starting. Yeah. Uh, great take, Dom. Um, you know what? The only thing I really like about him is just he's on the Houston Astros. But other than that, I mean, it is what it is. Let's move on. Let's talk about this next guy, somebody that's been very intriguing. And a lot of people probably have a question mark around it. Should I start him this weekend? And that's Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright um, has had two rough starts coming back, but they were both against the Philadelphia Phillies. Like, I mean, they're just rocking and rolling. Bryce Harper's going for yard almost every other game. Schwarbaum's is just doing Schwarbaum's things. Castellanos is just, you know, you know, being big Richard over here, big Richard, Nick, and, um, you know, going to town here. So I just think quite honestly, that was just a rough outing, especially to get those two, uh, them back to back on your first two starts coming back from injury is really rough. He gets Washington nationals. 
Abrams isn't um, isn't really impressing me in the score on the score sheet. Uh, batting average is two twenty two. Joey Manessis is hot. He's he's batting about three twenty eight. He's killing it with his uh, right now. He's having a good week. And then you have uh, Logan Thomas, who really isn't lighting up the the scoreboards either right now. But that could all change um, in in a matter of seconds. Just you know, one bad pitch, one bad anything. But I think Kyle Wright looks sharp in both those outings in in terms of like when he was in and he didn't give up the runs and it just was all one one inning and it kind of was just done for me. I watched the game. I like Kyle Wright. I think Kyle Wright should have a really good start. Nationals have only won four games this month, funny enough. So they're not really looking good as a whole. So I'm not too scared to roll out Kyle Wright. There is risk, of course, because he's coming off the injury. But at the same time, I feel Kyle Wright is a really strong start this weekend. Uh, in terms of where meter for him going out for this, I'm about at a four, maybe a three. I'm rolling him out there in every league I got him. Yeah, um, I, I, I can't fully agree on that one, my brother. I, I, I just can't. It's, it's, it's a risky play. He, he hasn't. He's looked bad all year long, like consistently. He's just on the year. It's a seven-seven-one ERA. I know it's only seven starts, but just doesn't look like himself. And even since the return, I know it's those the Philly strikes, and it's a one-nine-four WHIP. Uh, the more you look at it, the more last year is starting to look like the outlier year. I know he hadn't really pitched a lot of innings through his big league career before that, but he never really showed too much. So with Kyle Wright, I, I kind I like him more than JP France. I'll say that I definitely like him more than JP France. But fastball velocity is still down. You know, he's the, the curveball looks decent. The breaking stuff looks all right, but he's just been getting hit too hard. Like I said, if it was same thing with France, if if your ERA and whip and everything is blown up and you just want to throw the dart, yeah, sure. But if you're in a good position going into the weekend, then I, I really would keep Kyle Wright on my bench. But before we move on and we talk about a uh, young Cincinnati Red starting pitcher, uh, I teased it at the top. Josh Young is hot. We got a Pittsburgh Pirates bat that is finally starting to live up to the hype. I need to talk to you about a couple of today's sponsors. Today's episode is sponsored by the clothing company Bird Dogs. Looking for clothes that redefine comfort and style? Look no further than Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs makes you look good with Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look, a little bit like our boy Saquon Barkley. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice any movement. Bird Dog uses an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing that Lululemons do, but way better. Bird Dog sent Matt and I some shorts, uh, hats, a bunch of stuff, and Matt and I wearing mine right now. There you go. We get a bunch of compliments, so you definitely want to check Bird Dogs out. And if you want to be like Matt and I, you go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. And when you enter the promo code locked on MLB, you get a free water bottle with your order. Once again, that's birddogs.com slash locked on MLB for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take Bird Dogs off. We promise you that. Also, Love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door. With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can stock up for the week or last-minute order cravings conveniently. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered, or they'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy 
quality groceries, just like you handpicked them yourself. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. Once again, that's 50% off up to $20. No minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter the code locked on mlb and don't forget that code is locked on mlb for 50 percent off your first order with doordash all right my brother that is a lot of talking for me you want to grab this next guy sure uh let's talk about connor phillips uh another interesting name going into the weekend um sorry i'm trying to get him up here but it's um it's an interesting one. Going up against Pittsburgh, which is always a great matchup, has been solid in his last outing against the, the Brewers here, but got lit up against Detroit and Seattle. So, you know, right now you kind of look at him, you go, okay, how reliable is this start going to be, honestly? And quite honestly, I'm like, I'm like a tentative with it because uh it's a little risky, honestly. I, I don't know too much about Phillips outside of the fact that. He has good stuff. He just, you know, still young. And I don't really know how much I'm really willing to risk the biscuit unless I want, I need K's going into the weekend. I mean, obviously going up against Pittsburgh is one of those things where you're just like, okay, they suck. But at the same time, Connor Phillips is still young and can still pro- probably lose a game to, uh, to a bad team. And on top of that, he is pitching in Great American Hitter Park. So it's a little bit on the rough side. So the only way I'm ruling out Connor Phillips is if I need K's because the dude has in two out of the three outings he has this year, seven K's in those two outings. And he only made it four innings in the other ones. We got about three. He's right under that K for nine. So like for sure, if he could go six deep and, uh, and do his thing, I guarantee you're going to have K's for days. It's just a matter of what's that ERA going to look like? What's that FIP going to look like? Because he has a 171 ERA and a two ERA. And then that great down against the Brewers of 0.57 ERA. Uh, honestly, I'll throw in a bonus name here. If I'm starting somebody from the, um, never mind, wrong team. I'm just going to move on. <laughs> my, my head is everywhere tonight. Um, but yeah, this is what happens. But anyway, Connor Phillips, uh, only roll out if you have to, if you need the case, don't trust in the sustain a good ERA. Yeah, Matt, we're pretty much lock and step on Connor Phillips here. I, I I wanted to throw the name out, and a lot of these names is these might be guys you're looking at for this weekend. So we wanted to talk about some guys that we like, some guys that you might not like so much. Connor Phillips is only 2% owned, and you see that last start against the Twins. Very, very good, as Matt mentioned. Uh, big year in the minors for Phillips, a 3.86 ERA, 105 innings, 154 strikeouts. The control is still what he's working on with the 141 um whip over that time. Pirates have not been great of late. Only a couple of guys really got to work around in that lineup. One of those guys we're going to be talking about in a little bit here. Uh, so at 2% owned, I mean, it's a dart throw. If you really, really need some strikeouts, I think Connor Phillips will get you a decent amount of strikeouts. There's a lot of upside here. But you know what? You know, this time of year, uh, if you need to throw that dart, throw it. If you don't, don't. You kind of just know your matchup, know where your team's at, know how many starts you have left, know how many starts your opponent has left. Really just do the research this time of year if you're in that championship or if you're going to be you're on your way to a championship next week. Connor Phillips, uh, my starter meter, probably a little bit more than – what did I give? J.P. France a three. I'll give Connor Phillips a four. So, you know, um, you, you could risk it, but it's not for everybody. 
Let's move on to, you know, somebody that Matt and I have talked about a lot this year, and he's back, and he's looking fantastic. It's, it's Josh Young. I think we talked about him the other day, but I wanted to talk about him one more time because he had that big game, and I don't think we got to talk about him after that big game on the 20th. Three for five, three runs, a homer, two RBIs. This is a guy I'm going to have really high in my third baseman rankings going into next year uh, with every reason to do so because he had a great minor league career, a lot, a lot of power, not really much speed to speak of, but you know what? He's been hitting fourth since his return into that, you know, um, Rangers lineup. That really just shows you that, you know, um, they have a lot of faith in him. I'm trying to pull up my rankings to see where I have him right now going into next year. I have him at eight. I think we actually did talk about this last time we spoke about him. I could see him moving up to maybe even seven or six. Uh, but Josh Young, man, uh, get him in your lineup. Seattle this weekend, uh, you know, they do have some good starters, but I think Josh Young, you know, can go deep. He is 76% owned, so it's not really too much actionable. But we just want to make sure you have him activated off the IL. He's in your starting lineup. A lot of RBI potential, a lot of home run potential for Josh Young of the Texas Rangers. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, you, you, you've got to see me drool over this kid left and right. Um, I called this. Uh, I said to roll him out there this week. If you missed the home run the other day, there's more to come this weekend. He usually gets them in bunches, too. To be honest, this kid could be the Josh Donaldson in prime. This is what he's looking like. It, he is looking so good. Like it, it, Don't even get me started where I might rank him. Um, it's probably in my top five, top four, third baseman. I love Josh Young. But anyway, let's let's keep it moving. Let's talk about this week. Let's get that locked on championship. So about Key Brian Hayes, um, you know, Key Brian Hayes um, is honestly just a good start for this weekend. If you need a bat and a pinch, uh, you know, yesterday for you guys, big off day for a lot of people. So I rolled them out there myself was not not a proud man. I'm willing to roll, roll guys out. Uh, in a pinch. And you know what? He's not having a bad week Four runs a bomb through ribs, batting fourth, 55. You guys know what I, how I feel about batting average off the waiver wire and those OPS leagues. He still has a great OPS. Like quite honestly, like he's only 62% owned. He's out there. Like if you're in a pinch and your batting average is suffering, throw key bar and Hayes in there. I mean, on top of that, he, again, they're playing the reds at great American hitter park. You know, he might even be able to chip you in a, a home run because he's in great American hitter park. And how I feel about Connor Phillips kind of rolls into it. You know, Con Connor Phillips might be the one to give up the, the hit to Key Brian Hayes and get you that little chip in. So Key Brian Hayes, I feel, is not a must start. But if you have him or if you need a – if you're down in the dumps, you got hit with an injury, Key Brian Hayes could be your guy. Yeah, pretty much agree. But I honestly think – must pick up, must start for Key Brian Haynes. He's been absolutely like dominant of late. Uh, I even want to talk about like the last 30 days 19 runs, six homers, 15 RBIs, a steal batting 343 for the young Key Brian Haynes. He's still 26. You know, I know he's getting a little bit older, but um, I honestly think there's still a lot of upside here. He's a very highly touted prospect. He's got power, he's got speed. Hopefully they build that team around Key Brian Hayes. Uh, did I say his ownership? I think he's 62% owned at the moment. So you know what? If he's out there in your leagues, you need a start. You need somebody that's got a good matchup this weekend. Uh, go with Key Brian Hayes. But before I move on and talk about, you know, a Cleveland Guardian, a New York Met, and uh, somebody that's got a lot of power as well, we got a quick sponsor for you guys. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get uh, can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. 
Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is super easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads, player props, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with the offer you don't want to miss. FanDuel, official, official partner of the NFL. All righty, Dom, go for it, my guy. Yeah, so let's talk about Bo Naylor. I feel like there's just been kind of a little bit of a, a catcher resurgence uh, this year. You know, a lot of decent, good up-and-coming catchers, and Bo Naylor is definitely one of them. Kid's got a lot of power. He's also got speed. So I think it's somebody you could definitely consider adding if you need catcher help. If you missed out on everybody else, you're in a two-catcher league. Bo Naylor is only 13% owned at the moment. Uh, he's been solid of late. He's got like the power and speed is just very impressive to me. I don't know if he'll ever truly, you know, be uh, a big contributor in batting average, even though over the last 14 days, he has six runs, a home run, three RBIs, three steals, and a 321 batting average. So, once again, if it's this weekend, if it's next week, you could pick Bo Naylor up. He gets, um, Baltimore for the rest of this week, you know, they do have a couple of good pitchers here and there. So it might be a little bit of a, you know, tougher matchup for him. But you know what? I, I think he's worth rolling out while he's super hot. It's kind of just a juice the orange situation at this point in the year. Um, kid had a very, very good track record in the minors. They kind of been waiting for him to, you know, um, I, I don't, I'm not calling it a breakout, but, you know, kind of just like show a little bit of what he's capable of, you know, this year in 2022 in the minors, 118 games for Naylor, 415 at bat, 73 runs, 26 doubles, four triples. So it shows you that speed is legitimate. 21 homers, 68 RBIs, 20 steals and 82 walks to 121 strikeouts is not bad at all with a 263 batting average. So I think Bo Naylor is somebody worth picking up and definitely somebody worth keeping an eye on for next year. I do have him inside of my top 20 catchers for next year. And catcher just kind of is pretty deep, pretty deep going into next year. So it might be a position you could wait on a little bit. But, you know, uh, we'll, we'll focus on that at some point, you know, going into next season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's going to be a lot of guys I have a high expectations for, and he's going to be one of them. You know, I'm just hoping that they could put a, a nice team together. We shall see. Let's move on here. Let's talk about Mark Vientos. Um, my guy's having a great week. Um, 3% rostered, so he's available everywhere. Third base eligibility. Five runs, two bombs, four ribs, a stolen base bat, and 333. Like, those are solid numbers, especially in the third base. Royce Lewis is going down. I think he's probably done for, you know, obviously the rest of the regular season. Um, It's looking like with the hamstring strain, um, it looks like they're going to shut him down, unfortunately. I'm one of the owners, so I'm really disappointed. It's probably going to lose me a couple championships because of this. But... Mark Vientos is probably going to be a nice replacement um, that you can kind of slide in and do do the job. He's performing. The Mets are kind of like, you know, low-key like performing, but like not really blowing you away. Um, clearly, they're not making the playoffs. But, you know, Vientos, I feel, is somebody that you need to roll out and just use the power to your, to your advantage. Yeah, Matt, good call. The Mets are six and four in the last 10, so they have been better. You know, second half of the year has been a little bit better than the, uh, for the Mets than the first half was. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned it, but Vent Vientos hit two home runs the other day on September 20th, went two for four. 
Uh, and he good good minor league year for Viento. 61 games played, 38 runs, 21 doubles in 61 games is very, very good. He had a triple, 16 homers, 50 RBIs, and he hit 306. The power is legit. He really doesn't offer any speed at all. But you know what? He um they moved him up to fifth in the lineup um today as you guys are listening to this. So that's a great sign after he had been hitting seventh and eighth mostly. So it shows that they got a little bit trust in uh the young Vientos. And uh, another another guy that I'm keeping my eye on for next year. Uh, you know, he plays third base, which is, you know, a position that actually, you know, uh, looking at my rankings going into next year, kind of like 16, 17 deep. So he might be right on the outside of that, maybe top 25 third baseman for next year, Vientos, especially if he's going to play every day. I really like what he brings to the table and, you know, a lot of power upside there. If the Mets can get this lineup going next year, he'll also be able to contribute in RBIs. Uh, let's move on to this last fellow, and it's Brandon uh, Brandon Drury. Uh, this guy just got power, man. Whenever he's, you know, out there, he's out there hitting home runs. I don't want to call him injury injury prone, but he's kind of you know been injured a decent amount throughout his career. Had a breakout year last year. He's been hitting third for the Angels. I know Otani's not there. I know Trout's not there. Trout is supposedly there's an outside chance he plays again this year. I don't see it happening. Uh, I don't even ever see him playing with the Angels again. But you know what? That's a uh, Another conversation for another day. So, Brandon Jury, Swiss Army Knife, first, second, and third eligibility. Uh, he went three for five with two home runs, five RBIs on September 20th. The day before that, he went two for three. So, with Jury, I think it's somebody that, you know, uh, he gets the twins. You know, their pitching hasn't been really great outside of, you know, uh, Bo Lopez and Sonny Gray. But other than that, you know, Joe Ryan slowed down. Uh, Maeda's actually been pretty good, but he's not going to be pitching this weekend. So, I think Jury, kind of like a dart throw. Probably my least favorite out of all the bats that we talked about, but I wanted to give you somebody with eligibility at multiple positions. Uh, just to, you know what, 62% rostered. If you need him and he's out there, you can throw that dart, batting in a good spot in the lineup. That's, uh, once again, Brandon Jury of the Angels. I, li- I like the pick. I mean, the dude's a Swiss Army knife too, so like somebody decides not to play that day or anything of the sort, at least you're not in a pickle to get him out there. So, you know, Drury, great, great, great recommendation there. Definitely a start this weekend. I got another guy here. Uh going to do a couple bonus guys we move fast now apparently we adjusted to locked on really well and um we were told we have to stay within a certain grounds for length of show so i got a few i got another bonus name dom if you can scoop up another bonus name for these guys because we got time um let's talk about mr brent rooker um he's been killing it this last week three runs three bombs four ribs batting 286 they're going up against Detroit, I might add. Detroit really hasn't been, you know, blowing me away. They're at home, but either way, hitting in either park is like, you know, equal. Um, because those those yards those yards are deep there. They got some property, I would say. Um, Rooker's 16% owned, and quite honestly, I think he's a great ad going into it. We all remember what he was doing when he was like one of the hottest pickups at the time. He, he was an all-star this year, in case anybody forgot. Right. So Rooker got really cold after the all-star break, but I think he's about to you know, come back, start smoking the cover off the ball and possibly win a couple people, some some locked-on fantasy championships. So I'd be adding him without a doubt. Uh, love Rooker. Yeah, Matt, where I love Rooker too. The only thing is he hasn't been playing consistently of late. So, you know, you are taking a little bit of a risk there, but he's been heating back up. He's got one, two, three home runs in his last four games, 
five home runs in his last six games. So, you know, he's been very, very hot. When he has been playing, he's been hitting third and fourth in the lineup. So they, they, they're giving him the favorable lineup spot. I just don't know why they're not rolling him out uh, much more than that. 27 home runs on the year for Rooker, which is great. 241 batting average. He's not absolutely destroying you there. So, you know, that's reasonable. Honestly, a guy that, you know, if he gets the playing time again next year, I might have him in my top. 60 outfielders you know maybe top top 70 outfielders somewhere in that range so rooker somebody you definitely want to keep your eye on it Matt, i'm not sure if you mentioned it but 16 percent owned on yahoo if you did i'm throwing it out there again widely widely available and i'm just gonna you know i don't have another bonus guy but i'm gonna just advice matt's been saying it and it, it, he's preaching very well in the sense of you don't need to be proud. You don't, You need to win your fantasy baseball championship. And if you're going into the weekend, use all of your moves. Use them wisely. Uh, pick up Matt. Matt talked about they Pick up closers if you need saves. Uh, pitch and ditch, even if it's playing uh, protection. Even if you just don't want the other guy to get the start from a particular starting pitcher, pick them up. You know, uh, keep them on your, your roster and then drop them. So, you know, you pick them up for a day, drop them. Just basically, you know, be cutthroat and do what you need to do to win that Locked on Fantasy Baseball uh, Championship. And join us on Subtext. If you have any questions, free 14 days on Subtext and our Diamond Club, come there. Matt and I will answer all of your questions for you guys. Matt, anything to add on before we head out? I actually got one more bonus guy because – Okay. um, I've been looking because we got a little bit more time. Um, We got got Brendan Rodgers of the Colorado Rockies. He's been hot this last week, four runs, a bomb. Four Riz batting 458, solid numbers. Got a great matchup going against Chicago, who is still fighting for a playoff spot. So I think that honestly, Rogers is a great matchup. Uh, you know, they've been up and down in their pitching categories. I think that it is a solid matchup to roll him out there in a desperate play with second base eligibility. There's no reason you can't roll him out there. And honestly, he's pr- pretty much the way he's hitting right now could be even a good flex. Yeah, Matt. Good take on Bre- uh, Brendan Rogers. That's that's one of my boys. I can't, I've been waiting for the breakout for like I don't know, like five years at this point, yeah. and it still has not happened for the kid. But I, I think the potential is in there for for Rogers. It, it really is. Um, they. It, I'll tell you this: if you're playing next week, uh, good ad because they have uh, the Rockies have a lot more games at Coors next week. All these games are in Wrigley Field. The Cubs pitching isn't fantastic though. You know, I mean, they they've really their pitching staff has really like slowed down here in the second half. Uh, Rogers went three for four on September 17th and 18th. He actually hit a home run on the 20th. So as Matt mentioned, he's been heating up. Definitely a solid ad to look into. But uh, Matt, anything else before we head out today, brother? Yeah, I do. Um, guys, good luck this weekend. Um, it's big. Uh, if you if you do have a championship next week, uh, and that's your championship uh, week, we will be providing waiver wire pickups uh, such as that. But next week we, we are switching to off-season stuff. We're going to start prepping. Uh, go over like fantasy, uh, our fantasy MVPs, so on and so forth, and that and that um, aspect. So you know, keep on a lookout, stay with us, and the way you don't lose your leagues for next year is you stick around, you follow our advice, we keep guys fresh in your head, so you don't forget about them, and you want to take it down. But with that being said, Dom, get us out of here. Yeah, guys, that's all for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Also, thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each day. Shout out to our everyday's new listeners. Look out for a new episode on Monday, folks. Peace. Peace.